Welcome back, everybody, to the Rooted in Logos podcast, episode number 69, back in studio, uh, so to speak, a.k.a. my kitchen. And we are finished with our apologetic series. We did eight weeks uh, at our church. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I think seven of those we recorded live and mm-hmm. just put it out that way. So we have not sat down and actually recorded in almost two months. So we're excited to be back. I was getting the itch. Yeah. My name is Brad. I'm joined, as always, by my dear friend, Austin. And, of course, we had to bring back for the fourth time. Is it the fourth time? Is it the fourth time? We'll, we'll say fourth. Like third or fourth. Now you're just yeah. now you're just a friend. Yeah. Or, or what, what is that called? Show, just friend of the show, yeah. yeah. Friend yeah. of the show. Uh, uh, Simon. Simon yeah. is back. How you doing, buddy? I am tired. We shot this earlier that I've woken up all week because my sleep schedule has been amazing and horrendous at the same time because uh, <laughs> uh, we had a baby last week. So. Yeah. What, where are you at? You're at what? Five days now? Uh, it will be a full week. Sunday morning at 3 a.m. Nice. So, so yep. a new father in our midst. Yeah. Congratulations. I am excited to meet him. Yeah. Um, not a junior. Not a junior. Not he's a junior. A, he's a he second. Is, he is a second. Yep. So. Simon um, Peter Bungirl the second. second. Did you ever consider Austin Loop the second? Never. Okay. <laughs> That's the end of that conversation? No, <laughs> I, because I had, I already have, we have too many names lined up. Like we we had a Laric, and then we have probably like four or five male names lined up, and then we have probably about six or seven girl names lined up. And the, and none of these names are allowed to be said until a baby is born. Exactly. Yeah, that is correct. C- can't steal them. And we no even, one will ever know. No one knows. No one knows the gender until actually. I think it was like two days after you you all had honor yeah. that I found out you had a girl. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, because when we. Are in the hospital. Granted, we're we're gonna try to do a home birth this next one. We're gonna we're not we're not pregnant not yet. But it's anyway. <laughs> sure. So, so anyway. <clears throat> Sorry, Emily. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, when, when we're in the hospital and the baby's born, it's like we're we're off social media. Mm-hmm. We don't tell anybody until we get home, and the baby can actually meet their siblings. Mm-hmm. And then once the baby meets the siblings, then we then we let people know. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 It was one of those things I was I was fishing for information when Honor was born. I oh. could, couldn't get any. Yeah, sorry, no dude. Clue. Sorry, dude. No, it's cool. <laughs> I, I respect it. So okay, so a little bit of housekeeping before we get rolling here on our topic. I double booked the studio time today, apparently. <laughs> uh, I have some Mr. Moneybags over here. <laughs> well, not so much. Uh, we have a, some dear friends at our church that have started a cleaning business. Uh, an organizing business uh, called Grime Away, right? So they are here cleaning out my horrendously messy garage. So before and after pictures will be posted on their website or on the, on their Facebook social media, I'm Sweet. sure, because uh, it looked terrible. Uh, I have neglected one area of my house uh, since moving here, and that's been the garage. So we are fixing that problem today. So you might hear some background noise because Simon Simon's back is to the garage door uh, from the house to the to the garage, and so. You might hear some background noise, and as we always say here at Rooted in Logos, we are very professional. We have no background <laughs> noise ever. Never, uh, ever. So, also, you know, the common theme of our dogs barking will be in the background. And, yeah. Uh, you know, deal with it. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's my yeah. advice. If you don't like it, uh, pay for us to have a real studio. 
There you go. Rooted in Logos uh, or Patreon.com slash Rooted in Logos. Support us. Get a new new (laughs) studio built or rent studio time. Anyway, so this week, Austin and I had planned on talking about abortion. And and we were going to talk about the kind of the arguments against it and and bring up some of the lefty talking points and and shoot those down because they're garbage. And as I'm sure all of you know, yesterday or in Rooted in Logos time, June 24th, um, we don't shoot these live. No. Oh, no. that uh, was that was only. I'm walking for off Sundays. The set. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Supreme Court finally overturned Roe v. Wade. They leaked it a couple of months back. We, you know, Austin and I, both reacted to it and, and we talked about it a little bit. But it became official yesterday, mm-hmm. or on June 24th, it became official, and and it, it's. Pretty incredible. So it, it's one of those things that's been, what, 49 years, I think, since Roe v. Wade was decided and then codified even more and solidified even more with uh, the, the, the Planned Parenthood mm. uh, first Casey. Yeah. And and for the last 50 years, abortion on demand without apology has been kind of the law of the land. Mm-hmm. And the, that's the no movement, longer true. The movement and trajectory of abortion law was third trimester – and taxpayer fund like like there are major politicians that want taxpayer funded third trimester abortions like yep. that's yeah. not that's not a joke like no one's even going to deny that at this point like they think that's the most loving thing so right the yeah. most loving thing is to let the baby be born keep it comfortable and then decide <laughs> what to do from there shout out to New York yeah. <clears throat> that, no, that was Jersey Jer- that, that, that one was, was Jersey Virginia. Uh, was, that, was that Virginia? This is an accurate news podcast. We yeah. would never say something never off the cuff it. without. I really, I'm it. pretty confident in New Jersey that it's cool. It, it was said by someone. There is a video. Yes, there is a video. You can find it. Google it. We're not. We're not the news. Yeah. So, but well, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Before we go any further, I think June twenty fourth deserves its own holiday name. Oh, I agree. Yeah. So I am going to babble for five seconds while Austin and Brad come up with dueling. <laughs> Holiday names for June 24th, and then I will pick the best one. Uh, so, anyway, five, um, four, three, two, Freedom Day. One, Freedom Day, Life Day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, not, please neither, neither please submit June, tw- June 24th is a day that will live in infamy for Christians, as it yeah. should yeah. be. Mm-hmm. It should well, be. And, and let's be honest, non Christians as well. The pro life yeah. non Christians who. who Still understand some level of morality and yeah. still understand some level of science. Yeah. We are absolutely thanking God and worshiping God for this, but you know there there are others who don't hold to our same beliefs that are just as happy as we are. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, uh, I'm picking Freedom Day by the way, for, just oh, because yeah. just to two, rub it, just to rub into the face of like the pro-choice like people that's like no, it is freedom. It's freedom for for the baby in the womb. But Life Day was was a really good pick too, Brad. Was it? Both of them were bad. <laughs> I, I just I just have this picture of William Wallace standing in front of all of them, yelling, uh, running freedom. towards a Planned right. Parenthood with a flag, <laughs> and a claymore. Yeah, with yes. no with nobody in the building. No the building, building is empty. Austin, I mean, I'm not running at them to cut their heads off, right? But to defend life, right? Yeah, I will run at it with a sword. <laughs> I will probably well, get shot. I'm just saying, we are jail. not. Condoning violence on no. Planned Parenthood. It's not at all what people. I said. No. I know. I'm just. Oh, yeah. I'm just, no. just you said running at Planned Parenthood with a claymore. <laughs> well, I, 
I mean, you're the one that said running with a flag. Yes, a flag isn't violent. But I'm going historical, and he had a claymore. Okay. Get it right. This is a great podcast. <laughs> we're, we're, pretty, we're pretty fired up. So, um, so we're going to hit like a number of topics today. I, I want to talk about re- some reactions that we're seeing. I want to talk about – I still want to talk about some of the arguments that the pro-choice side makes mm-hmm. and kind of debunk some of those or at least give – a general response to them because yeah. they're pretty bogus. And uh, I have a couple questions and a couple of uh, hot takes that I want to maybe get out there. Maybe hot takes. I don't know. They may not be. Hmm. In my mind, they feel controversial, but maybe not. I don't know. But uh, so let's start with, though, what overturning Roe versus Wade actually means. Mm. We have seen, obviously, a lot of celebration, a lot of happiness. Everyone's mm-hmm. very excited about this. If you're on the right side of history, that is. If you're not, you're angry. But that's a, we'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have we have yeah yeah I have stuff on that. <laughs> but the, the the question is, what does this actually mean? Do I've seen people who believe abortion is now illegal? Right. That's not true. Now it is true in some cases, not true in all cases. We'll talk about that. So if you guys have anything, I have a couple things here. What does the overturning of Roe v. Wade actually mean? For the abortion debate, for the pro-life, pro-choice side. So it just simply means that it goes back to the states. Right. The states right. get to, to choose. And so on the one hand, it's, it's really exciting. Uh, Washington Post just put out an article <laughs> recently about a mother who, because of Texas's uh, abortion laws, uh, she was unable to have an abortion on her twins whenever she was planning on uh, having the abortion. And... Uh, yeah, so she didn't, she didn't find one of these, and I hear about this all the time from libertarians, these black market back alley abortions that are just everywhere and so easy to get that everyone's going to get in the next like two months. They're, they're just so accessible and the police would never be able to find them. She didn't get one of those. She had her babies that those laws saved two lives. And, uh, so yeah, we have 13 states now where trigger Mm. laws were in place where lives were saved yesterday. Abortion, yes. abortion clinics closed yesterday that had abortion scheduled. And those people are not all of them going to be able to travel out of state and, and get abortion. Some of them will. Uh, but what what quantifies this being a good law? 10,000 lives saved every year? Um, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one. One life? One life. Literally one. Exactly. If one life is saved. like uh, Okay, I'm going to give you a, a brief heads up on just how pro-life I am, all right? So, if I became president, okay, and you... you, Which, which, by the way, I would would totally vote for. Oh, thanks, thanks. I've got I've got, like, what? It's at least three votes. Yourself, Emily, and me. Right. You have to vote for you? You have to be 35. Oh, yeah, she... Oh, okay. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I vote for me. She she has (laughs) to. But now, you have all these women that are out here gloating. Gloating about the 14, the 15, the 16 abortions that they've Mm -hmm. had. I'm so pro-life that if I became president, I would search them out and I would prosecute them for 16 counts of premeditated murder, 16 counts of child endangerment. I, I would, I would, and I would seek to prosecute them. That's how pro-life I am. Yeah. Now I'm not talking about those who have gotten an abortion and later repented and, and, and came to the realization of that. I mean, that's awesome. But those who are out gloating, and saying, "Oh yeah, I killed my baby, and I'm I'm great with it." I'm like, no, no, yeah. like straight to jail. It's it's pretty awful that people are dancing on graves. Like, yeah, 
Like, yeah. yeah, it's not. That's pretty bad. Yeah. So the 13 states that that Simon mentioned that have trigger laws. These are laws that banned abortion that go into effect when Roe v. Wade is overturned. And my family in Michigan has informed me multiple times now that they are not on this list, but they should be. They, they are not on the list. So you have Idaho and Utah, Wyoming, North and South Dakota, Texas, Missouri, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Tennessee, and Kentucky. Those are the 13 states that have trigger laws that when Roe was overturned yesterday, they triggered these abortion bans. Uh, from what I understand... It's within 30 days. Right. It's not necessarily immediate, right. but within 30 days, these laws go into effect. Mm-hmm. And so effectively, for 13 states, abortion will be banned. Now, yes. it will be up to the state legislatures in those uh, states to then either pass laws to over, override that or, mm-hmm. you know, keep them, keep them in place. Uh, yeah. Looking at that list, I'd be willing to bet most of them keep them in place. Yeah. yeah. Even, even Kentucky, who has had... One of the strangest states to me mm-hmm. when it comes to politics. They, they, you know, we've been a Republican state for forever since I've been around. What are you saying? We okay. It's still welcome home. to the right side I of the know. Ohio, it's still, it's which home. doesn't have um, welcome to Hoosierville, which doesn't have the trigger laws. Which doesn't have the trigger laws. But every mate, so the House, the Senate in Kentucky is always Republican. Always. Yeah. The presidency always goes Republican. The, Wait, the presidency? We, yeah. Electoral college. Electoral oh, okay, college. okay. Yeah, sorry. Okay. The presidential votes always go Republican. The governorship, with the exception of once in the last 40 years, has been a Democrat. Right. Mm-hmm. And that one Republican, not to go down this rabbit hole, ruined it for Republicans kind for of a while. garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm annoyed by that, but that's, again, a different yeah. conversation for a different day. So different Kentucky's tangent. always been very strange. It's a very conservative state, with the exception of Louisville and Lexington. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, in the governorship, Louisville and Lexington kind of control things. Just right. shouldn't Kentucky be more of a red state? Is that what you're advocating? You would like to see more red in Kentucky? In, in one <laughs> stop. In one sense, yes. <laughs> Rooting for red here. Oh man. In the college sports world, yeah. no. Red should be wiped off the map. But that's so. again a different conversation for a different day. Uh, so there are uh, five states that do not have trigger bans, but they have passed laws that go after abortion. Uh, and they've struck the courts have struck down the laws, and now in theory these laws will be able to be brought back. Those states are Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Ohio, and Iowa. And then Indiana is mentioned. Indiana says while Indiana has not passed a strict abortion ban, the Republican-led state could go into a special session this summer to crack down on the procedure. <sighs> Meanwhile, West Virginia, another Republican-led state, never repealed its pre-row abortion ban and recently added a constitutional amendment specifying that West Virginians do not have a right to an abortion. Wow. Wow. So so we're seeing almost 50% of the states. We're, seeing, we're getting yeah. close to 50% of the states. I would bet 50% of the states will have at least very tight restrictions on it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and then you're going to have your states of death. <laughs> right? Death yeah. sanctuaries and, and we're, death safe. We're going to see this used as an excuse we were talking about earlier how how one of the governors who we have not specified which state they're from yet, it's but one, one of the three options we think. Uh, but one of the governors said we're going to keep the baby comfortable, and then we're going to talk about what to do with it. We're going to see that largely considered among these states that are going to push to have no uh, abortion restrictions because of Roe v. Wade, which is which is really awful. But 
I mean, that's that's what happens whenever you're kind of at war over an issue is yeah. people start doing terrible things. Yeah, people go to yeah. the extremes and go to, to one end or the other. And, and I've run across very few situations that Austin and I don't agree on things. There have been a couple. I mean, not like contentiously disagree by any means. Right. There have been a couple <clears throat> things. We have just some different views, different yeah. opinions. And I do think one of those is contraceptives. Mm-hmm. And what... What you're going to hear, and, and we're going to this kind of leads into the arguments that you're going to start hearing. But what we're going to hear is, oh, they're going to overturn Obergefell, which legalized same-sex marriage across the country. Right. They're going to overturn. Gosh, I forget the name of the of the case, but the case that made it to where states had to provide contraceptives to people. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. Now there is one justice, one out of the nine, who believes that those laws should be looked at again. Those rulings, Supreme Court rulings, should be looked at again. His argument is not necessarily that we we need to overturn gay marriage over as a whole. Mm-hmm. We need to overturn contraceptives availability as a whole. His argument is that this isn't a Supreme Court issue. It's a state issue. Yeah. Now, in the opinion, I haven't read the whole opinion. It's 147 pages. I haven't, yeah. <laughs> I haven't right. done that. Um, I, I've read some of it, bits and pieces. I've read a lot of articles, listened to some podcasts. Mm-hmm. In the opinion, they the, the majority opinion, they specifically said we are not going after those. This case is specific to Roe v. Wade right. and Planned Parenthood v. Casey. Yeah, specifically those. So anyone who tells you, "Oh, they're coming after contraceptives next," it's going to be back in the nineteen forties. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not true. Yeah, the Supreme Court is not weighing in on gay marriage again. They're not weighing in on contraceptives again. I personally, I know Austin does not agree here, which is okay. I personally look. You can't expect people who do not hold the same morals we hold to right. behave the same way we behave. Mm-hmm. They are going to have sex outside of marriage. They're going to have sex with whoever they want, whenever they want. Brad just killed Austin with these statements, by the way. He is dead. <laughs> he he fell over on the floor, just could yeah. not, could okay, not understand how someone across the table from him can say these words. But it's fine. It's fine. We're all good. <laughs> I'm not attacking Austin by any means. No, no, no. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'm saying, so we can't expect that. Right. So if we're going to take this to its logical conclusion and we ban abortion, which I believe is the next step is we start praying because mm-hmm. our work isn't done, yeah, but we right. start praying that abortion becomes an abomination in this country right. as a whole, right. each, every, every state. Mm-hmm. If we're going to go that route and I believe we should, and I believe we, should, we, we can, we, I believe that we need to say, okay, contraceptives are an option for you. If you're going to continue to have sex with whoever you want, whenever you want, take the pill, wear a condom, do, you know, <laughs> Do these things that prevent the pregnancy that you obviously don't want. Do I agree with that as on a moral level? No. But like, like do I wish in a, in a perfect world that, that these people would not be having sex until they're married? And yes, it's an, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's enjoyable. And yes, it's, it's you know, there's a reason why people do it all the time. It's enjoyable, right? <clears throat> yes, you do it for enjoyment. But also understand that, hey, pregnancy is kind of a natural byproduct of this. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> um, I've talked to a friend of mine talking about natural contraceptives you know be just kind of being smart of when you have sex when you don't when you wear mm-hmm. a condom when you don't you know yeah learning the cycles and all that jazz that's too much we're not gonna get into that mm-hmm. but yes i do not believe contraceptives should be you know uh and it's not it's it, not relevant to the abortion it's not relevant to the no. abortion, but yeah. it's not we're talking about the difference between it's a difference of two things where like and this is been annoying about the abortion conversation we're talking about the murdering of children right stop bringing in five different things into this we're talking about 
the murdering of children. Like Quit that, moving the goalposts. Yeah, right. yeah. We are talking about and uh, we are talking about a life. Yeah, yeah. We can have conversations, and this is where a healthy country should have conversations. At is this level? Unfortunately, we're in an unhealthy culture and society and world where we have to be like, maybe we shouldn't stick scissors into the backs of the heads of unborn children. What? Yeah, like that's <laughs> so. It's a bad idea. If you didn't know, yeah, that happens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and partial birth abortions are even worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So that that's kind of where we are with Roe v. Wade. It doesn't. It doesn't unfortunately ban abortions altogether, but it does put issues back to the states, and the states now get to decide. Yeah. Uh, so here's my next question, and and I've talked about this before. I've talked. I've mentioned how I'm not a fan of boycotts. I don't think they're necessarily effective. I think individually we can make choices. Hey. You know, like, again, this is not a big sacrifice for me, but I won't go to Starbucks because of their belief system and their values. I also don't drink coffee. So, like, I want to put that out there, too. Like, <laughs> Real big one, Brad. Yeah, take one for the team. <laughs> you know, I, I do still use Amazon, right? Yeah. Like, you know, there there are things that double standards. I get it, okay? Brad is not allowed to cancel his Disney Plus subscription because everyone I know has Brad's Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> <laughs> so, I barely use it, actually. Yeah. But anyway, the uh, there are double standards, but there are lines in the sand. So here's, here's my question to you. Because we're starting to see companies coming out and saying, hey, if your state, you work for us, and your state bans abortions, we will give you travel and lodging to go get an abortion mm. in another state. Yeah. So here's my question. Do we stop patronizing those businesses? Yes. Google? You're you're using Bing now? That's what I'm saying. This becomes tough. It really does because I lean yes. I I lean yes because this issue for me is is a line in the sand, Mm -hmm. right? And so when you come out, look, Walmart, Amazon, some of these big corporations who maybe quote unquote secretly give to some of these organizations – it's easier for me to turn a blind eye. Maybe that's not a good thing. I don't know. Yeah. But when you come right out and you're open and you're telling the world, hey, we're going to pay for you to go kill your child, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a line there that's been mm. crossed. I think I think Paul uh, references this in Romans. Have nothing to do with the fruitfulness of darkness or something like that and extend, expose it. And that's that's what it is. And I mean, I agree. I don't believe in boycotts either. I believe in not giving my money to Satan. Right. And not giving my money to even if 0.001% of a penny goes to actually fund an abortion or fund something like that, that's that's still my money. I'm, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I won't. I can't. So let's look at uh, a couple quotes here from this one from Disney. All right. Disney says, quote, the devil anyway. Our company remains committed to removing barriers and providing comprehensive access to quality and affordable care for all of our employees. Also, I hate the language that I hate the language. They get behind me, Satan. Right. Quality and affordable care. Okay, Yeah, this is care. All right. Whatever. Um, uh, For all of our employees, cast members and their families, including family planning and reproductive care, no matter where they live. We, are, we have processes in place so that an employee who may be unable to access care in one location has affordable coverage for receiving similar levels of care in another location. This travel benefit covers medical situations related to cancer treatments, transplants, rare disease treatment, and family planning, hmm. including pregnancy-related decisions. Hmm. You notice what they're doing, right? They equate abortion with cancer treatment, mm-hmm. with you know rare... Rare diseases that require a specialist that maybe is in another state, which is obviously perfectly valid. 
It's weird that Disney's right. calling their target audience a bunch of tumors. Right? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and then um, really going after the kids there, Disney. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dick Sporting Goods. Uh, yeah, stop. This is an easy boycott. That's very we are we the worst we've company stopped going in the there world. for years anyway. Yeah, this this has been terrible for a while. Three hundred dollars for a baseball glove. I'll pass. I'll pass on that one. Yeah. So their CEO said that she is quote or the company is quote prepared to ensure that all of our teammates have consistent and safe access to the benefits we provide, regardless of the state in which they live. Mm-hmm. Uh, in response to today's ruling, we are announcing that if a state one of our teammates lives in restricts access to abortion, Dick Sporting Goods will provide up to four thousand dollars in travel expenses for in travel expense reimbursement to travel to the nearest location where that care is legally available. This benefit will provide any teammate. This benefit will be provided to any teammate, spouse, or dependent enrolled in our medical plan, along with one support person. Okay. When does this just become they're paying for people's vacations and people are going to get pregnant to like go to like California where they can get the abortion, but like Dick Sporting Goods is paying half of that. But, but Simon, that. But Simon, they're they're yeah. not they're not people don't get abortions for birth control purposes. They only get them for rape and incest. Of course, <laughs> of course. So when are people? <clears throat> I had things I wanted to say, I, but I threw I up in my to. mouth. I'm sorry. I, I want you to. Yeah. I'm just like this is a free forum. <laughs> we're, just, like, we're riffing today. Like, my we're, my we're uncle and I need to go out to California to to abort our child. Thank well, to, you for that. To yeah. be fair, what is a woman? <laughs> Men can get pregnant. So, right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I, okay. It's, let's let's go that route for just a second. Okay. How, just a how, second. How dumb is it that these people five minutes ago cannot define what a woman is, and now they're all up in arms about women's rights? Right. Right. And uh, not even women's rights. Women's rights to choose. Yeah. To choose what? To, to choose to kill a child. It, it's crazy that, like, if you are pregnant, you have the ability to decide what a human is. Right. Well, and if you're a woman that's pregnant. But, but what's a woman? But what's a woman, so therefore you can't actually be a woman and be pregnant. Right. There's, this, this podcast is very disjointed today, and I'm okay with it. So just, we're, we're kind of, what's, what's it called? A the ruling was made yesterday. Here. We yeah. didn't write this out. <laughs> we're kind of stream of consciousness doing this. Right. right? Just kind of yeah, right. as it comes. To us, um, so you know, Levi Strauss uh, is another company. Let's see what else we got here. Yeah, we, I've stopped. Yeah, Amazon is yeah. a company. Uh, Starbucks, Citigroup, Yelp, Apple, Match, and Bumble. Yep. Oh, Bumble. Bumble. Good for them. <laughs> is that the dating app? Bumble's a dating app. So Bumble. if you have your one night stand from the dating app, you get pregnant. Bumble will say, "Okay, we'll pay for you to go get that abortion." Really? I mean, not really. That's what a bunch that, of bumbling, I'm sure it's their employees bumbling idiots. That, okay. Yeah. Um, also, Starbucks is the least surprising news of all time. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, they've been doing that for years. Yeah. I mean, there were sports analysts that I saw yesterday that were like. Email me if you need to go have an abortion, and I will help you get there. And I'm like, what in the world? I had a like, family. It makes it hard to do anything for a day whenever you're just contemplating these people that like you enjoyed their sports take or you enjoyed like the service that they gave you. Also, like want children to be mutilated. Here's what it boils down to: <clears throat> a definition of terms. And this is this is what. And and we're gonna get political here. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not. But this, I'm not gonna get political. By the way. Brad can be political. This is what the left does. This mm-hmm. is what that side of the aisle that are, that it's one side that are pushing these. Yes, I have issues with the right too. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. not specifically always anti or 
specifically only anti-left. I'm anti-corruption right. and, and immorality, yeah. right? And right. there's that on both sides. Oh, but yeah. there is one side pushing this exclusively. So yes. I'm going to pick yes. on that side because they deserve it. Yeah. So this is what the left does. They redefine our words. Yeah. And so you can have a conversation with them and you start talking about woman, life, baby, feet, and they redefine all these terms. And so yes. you might be saying the same words, but you mean two completely different things. Right. And their definitions are never coherent. It, it doesn't make right. any logical sense. And these words that we've been using for thousands of years have meant the same thing for thousands of years. Yeah. All of a sudden, means something completely different. Well, and even, okay, Exhibit A, uh, we use the word baby. They use the word fetus. And that's been for years. And their, their thing is trying to detach the meaning behind it. But, okay, what is the Latin term for fetus? Offspring. Right. You are literally still saying, oh, it's just a fetus. It's mm-hmm. an offspring of yourself. I mean, go go back to just off the abortion topic, go back to Christmas. Right. And they try to take Christ out of Christmas. Now, war on Christmas, we're not going to get into that. I, I think that's <laughs> a little overblown on some level. Mm-hmm. But they, they did. They switched it to Xmas. Yeah. Right. right. Now, my grandmother, God love her, like, she, she hates it. I'm never using Xmas. Okay, but what is where does that X come from in Xmas? The Greek symbol for Christ. Oh, that's right. Right? That's right. So that was, they uh, are Constantine when he put on his the symbol, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So they're still saying Christmas. Right. But they're just redefining it so they can detach it. Happy right. holidays, right? Mm-hmm. Holidays, holy days. Right. I mean it it's not <laughs> they're not very good yeah. at this. You played yourself. By the way. They don't they have no idea. Yeah. They have no idea what they're doing. So they redefine these words. And so when we're talking to someone who is who is pro-choice, first of all, the word choice, I think, is redefined. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? They're saying that it's a mother's right to choose what happens to her own body. Okay. Actually, yes. I'm okay with that. Yeah. That statement we, on its we, own. We believe. We believe that. I'm completely okay with. She has a right to do what she wants to do with her own body. Yep. Mm-hmm. How in the world is a, 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 a fetus, a baby, whatever word you want to use, how in the world... Is that part of her her own body? Right. It is a completely separate set of DNA. Right. I, I love it. I love it because it's all about women's rights, right? Right. So, right. what about if that baby is a woman inside your belly? What about her rights? Huh? Right. So, one of the conversations I read, and, and I had to get off. Of course, I had to get off Facebook for a while yesterday because I was just <laughs> right gray hair. I didn't. Popping up, I didn't get on at all. Pressure going up. Like I knew exactly what was going to happen. I, I, there, my like button got hit a lot, like or like got me hitting the like button a lot because I was just super happy and super excited. And then I started reading the other nonsense. Yeah. It's the comments and I'm the like, comments on the good stuff. Yep. Yeah. So I had a friend that I graduated with ask another friend who was a couple years younger than us, been in the same school. So when does life begin? That was the question she asked him because he's all like, religion should be kept out of politics. Nah. When does life begin? Because her point was in the initial comment, maybe that's true. Luckily, in this case, science won mm-hmm. because science wins in this case, right? Right. With Roe being overturned. God's science. Well, science. True science. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so she asked the question, "What does life begin?" Well, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know the answer to that. Right. Mm-hmm. And yet, all available science, all available data, all available technology says that life begins at conception. That when that sperm fertilizes that egg, it is a new life. It's got mm-hmm. separate DNA. It's got its own genetic code. Yep. How, why do we deny that? Exhibit A. You have that side <clears throat> who is able to look up into space, to Mars, to the moon, find living 
organisms, living organisms on those planets and say, we have life on other planets. But yet they look at a fetus and like, no, that's not, that's not life. It's like, literally you, you are incompetent and stupid. Yeah. You are stupid. And I, and I mean, that has been the argument for years of why, okay, when does life begin? Does it begin when the heart starts beating? And uh, you can detect the heartbeat within, I think the first six weeks, but they have been able to find out that a heartbeat starts within probably about the first six days. Mm. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. But even then am I like, okay for six days. So if you take the pill within the first six days, you're good. Well, no, no, because life begins at conception. Literally, when the sperm enters the egg, bam. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've heard, and we're going to get into this in just a second, I've heard multiple people or seen, read multiple people saying things like, you know, well, welcome back to the 1800s where men control women's bodies and so on and so forth. Look, here, here's the deal. This this was overturned by a, by a woman. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. She was. Uh, uh, Roe v. Wade wasn't decided by no women. No women there. No women. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Roe v. Wade was decided by. Amy Coney, Amy Coney Barrett, mm-hmm. and Justice Thomas, who, by the way, is a black man. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that the diversity you all want? Yeah, it's not enough diversity. Diversity of um, their diversity is absolutely no white men at all. Then it'll be diversity. No, but, di- but no. their diversity is progressivism. Like that's what diversity is to them. It's right. just right, like, right. Their belief set. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, let, let's be honest here. If it was a thought, was it? It was. Uh, I think Ben Shapiro put it, it was 5-3-1 and one was the decision, because mm-hmm. Justice Roberts is a garbage coward. Supreme Court justice and a coward. But if it was 5-3-1 and all five were, were African American or Latino or women, they would say they're not valid. Exactly. Because they don't agree with us. Exactly. So it's not diversity. They, they, they just right. want un, undenying, unmitigated loyalty to their cause. Well, and that's it. It's That side is... Not only do you have to agree with us, you have to love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. Without questioning. Without no, questioning. No you have to agree with mm-hmm. us, you have to love it, and there can be no arguments, and then we'll be good. Yeah. If you disagree with us... And if you step out of line war. once... War. If you step out of line once, you're done. War. Yeah. You're out. I mean, look at look at someone like Gina Carano. Look at mm-hmm. someone that, that has said one thing one time that they don't agree with, and I go, that's it, we're done with you. Yeah, uh, Kevin okay. Hart was a perfect example of that yeah. when he got kicked off the Oscars. He lost his, lost his Oscar hosting because, was it old tweets? It was an old, I think it was either old tweets or an old joke about his not him not wanting his son to be gay. Right. Okay, yeah. It was like an eight-year-old tweet. Yeah. yeah. And it just, yep. you're done. Even though he probably agrees with them on pretty much everything else. He probably agrees with them on that. And on that. Yeah, <laughs> he just made a joke. He, that's what, he's a comedian. He just made a joke. He made a joke. Like, yeah. So... No, uh, it's it's ridiculous what one side of the country is arguing for, and not not even just one side. I feel like conservatives have even stopped caring as much about abortion, and yeah. and and like I know that he gets a lot of credit right now, but maybe over the Trump era where it was about the economy and immigration, it felt like they there was a lot of people going like, well, if he's not as hard as an abortion, I don't really care, and that was always bothersome to me. So it is awesome to see that Trump. Uh, not someone that gives Trump credit when he doesn't deserve it, but Trump deserves, at least he nominated some justices who know how to read the Constitution. That's pretty good. Trump um, Trump did more for, yeah. for anti-abortion than any other president ever. Yeah. Ever. Just through the justices. Yeah. Alone. So, Al- alone, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I do want to bring up, like, just talking about churches for a second. Yeah. I'm on two Facebook pages that m- multiple church... Churches are on. One of them is a social media page. Another is a youth ministry page. And Juneteenth, school shooting, um, any anything big happens in the world, 
It's, okay, do you have graphics that I can, like, on the social media, church social media uh, page, people are like, hey, does anyone have graphics made up for this that, that I can use to put out? Or, or on the youth ministry page, how are you talking to your students about this? On both of those pages, if you wanted to bring up, hey, uh, Roe v. Wade got overturned. How are you talking to the youth about this? Do you have any celebratory graphics about this? The responses were, this is too um, problematic for our page. This isn't, this stuff, there's too much diversity of opinion on this among different churches that we can't, we're not going to talk about this at all on this page. It'd be a problem. It'd just start debate. I'm like... So it's not like churches are taking the coward's way out in this. And I just want to say, if your church or your pastor said anything, and, and I'm saying this because I know pastors that did this, and I'm curious to see what happens this Sunday. If they said anything about the insurrection on January 6th, awful thing, but if they say anything about that, if they said anything about the BLM riots in, in 2020 and how um, cops are abusive and aggressive, if they say anything about those things, which is fine if they say anything about those things, mm-hmm. is your church going to say anything this Sunday? about Roe v. Wade being overturned? Or are they just doing what is popular to say? Are mm-hmm. they looking to say the thing that's popular to say? And then, oh man, well this one, this one is just too controversial. We don't want right. to bring it up. We don't want to throw anyone out of worship. Like you'd be fine with throwing people out of worship by by saying terrible things about Republicans in the insurrection. I saw sermons about it where they were like, Man, I can't believe Republicans did this thing. It was so awful. Like you, like they're being so violent. How did you prop up a man this high? This is idolatry. Like I saw you say that stuff, and and okay, maybe you can say that stuff, but why can't you say anything about abortion because it's too controversial? Come on, yeah. Like like that's weak this needs sauce. To be talked about. Yeah, like it celebrate it. Worship they, on it. They yeah. are cowards and they are servants of Satan. That's yeah. all I can say. That being so, said, I don't know what our church is going to do this Sunday morning. <laughs> I've been out of the office for yeah, a week. Dad will say, if, if, if it's not the focal point of the message, I'm not sure it will be. No, nah, he maybe, writes it on Friday. I'd maybe be surprised if it was the focal point of the sermon, right. but it'll be mentioned. It'll absolutely be mentioned. It should be. Yeah. I'll be standing and cheering. Yeah. As, are you, so, are you on the base tomorrow? No. Just, just go up there and take the microphone. <laughs> By the way, guys. I, will say, I, I am upstairs running sound tomorrow. Or Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, so I, I have a talkback mic. I can just oh, use that. Yeah, so. we could like throw up some slides in between like each worship slide. Roe v. Wade was overturned. <laughs> Roe v. Wade was overturned. Yeah. And, and actually, I want to I want to stay on this this topic I do too. for a I minute. I was going to talk about ask a couple questions. So go ahead. Well, because and because we are seeing. I again, I did not get on Facebook at all yesterday because I'm like I I know exactly what's going to happen. So you I'm not even friends on Facebook. Yeah, I do. Wow, I absolutely do. So everything I I heard you, was use that unfollow from, button, gentlemen. Use that unfollow button. I won't make, defriend you, but I will unfollow. Make your social media somewhere you enjoy being. Right. That is great life. Yes, advice. you don't have to hear everyone's opinion. On it everything. is true. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, so it, mainly everything I got was from Emily and okay. and and showing Who, me. By the way, is one of the best follows on Facebook. Oh yes, I just want to point that out. Between Emily and Maria, like those are, those are the two. Right. Brad has oftentimes said, if we could switch out Austin for Emily on this podcast, it would be a near perfect. No, podcast. honestly, it would probably be better. It would. It would. I've never said that by the way. I do my want, my I do wife, my wife's words are just so much more fluent and better than mine. Just impeccable, impeccable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pointing out Christians that are coming out, either a coming out completely against it or. Just at, so actually, I have 
an example. I have an example. Everyone's name. No, I'm not dropping names, but I have. His name starts with a J and ends with an Olstein. I'm just kidding. He's probably probably pro life. No, we would drop those names. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. More personal names, right? Yeah. 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 So not dropping names or anything, but fellow believers, fellow professing believers are saying these things. And it hurts my heart. I just want to, I want to go on the record, and I want to say something that'll make people mad. And, it, and it, my guess is, if it makes you mad, you probably aren't listening to us. But I'm going to say it anyway. You turned but, off the podcast at this point. Well, either that, or you just don't listen to us. <laughs> They've at all. never listened to us at all. Yeah, but I'm going to say this: you cannot be a Christian and be pro-choice. I I believe that 100. Cannot be a Christian and be pro-choice. Yes, and, and I'm not talking like you're not willing to have a conversation or you, or you don't. But if you are thoroughly angry about this decision and you claim Christ, I need you to check your heart. I would yes. <laughs> like I need you to seriously the words of John Christ, check your heart. Because work there, there's your salvation wrong. out there's something wrong. with as much fear and trembling as you possibly can. Because you cannot th- th- these two belief systems do not do not interact well no. with each other. No. They don't go together, they are opposing. It'd be like saying the sky is blue, the sky is purple. Like, there is no sky. There, or there is no sky. Like, you can't have... Those two things cannot be true at the same time. Exactly. So... It is either God created the sky or he did not. Right. <laughs> so it's... If you are pro-choice, if you are a professing believer, and you find yourself on the wrong side of this, and you think that this was a, a, a shot in the... You know, a shot against women, and, and it, it takes away women's rights, you I, I urge you to dive into the Word, to talk to somebody... To, to work this out because not to be someone who is is saying oh you're not a, you're going to hell yet I question your salvation as as a fellow yes. believer to you I, I question your I at least question your witness at well and, and that's witness. it it's but, like there's grace like okay I won't grace. question I someone's you, salvation right. no but, and that's the thing you're we're not as a judging Christian. we're not yeah. judging if you're going to heaven or hell what we are doing as a fellow brother and sister mm-hmm. is coming to you with an issue with. Yeah. Open sin. This is. It's open sin. You're proclaiming sin. You're yeah. proclaiming darkness. Celebrating it. We and can, celebrating it. We, the, the better conversation is your posture on this. Like, I saw mm. people being like, okay, Christians, you are being ugly about this. You are gloating. And I was like, all right, I'll check my heart on this. That's not, yeah. that's not the end of the world. But, but the Christians that are like, wow, I can't believe that you don't care about women. And you hate women. And you want women to die. Can't believe that because you're pro-life. Like, all right, that's... that. Really what we're doing, or are you just trying to misrepresent other Christians? Now, I will say this. If you, as, as a professing believer, are think there is nuance in, in this in this topic, I might can get on board with at least, at least you're trying They're to have an honest conversation about it, right? They're called libertarian right. Christians. <laughs> right. So, and if, you, if you're like, man, I struggle with this, I don't really know how, okay, cool. But it, I'm talking to the people who stand up. On social media or just in general, on in the pulpit or in the church, and I say, volunteer at Planned Parenthood. Exactly. Yeah. And they say this is a devastating blow to women's health. This is this. This is that. I'm talking about those people. Yeah. Not the ones who might say, okay, I, I struggle. I struggle with the idea of rape and incest. I struggle with the idea of life of the mother. Okay. I don't vote solely pro life. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, we can have those conversations. I'm yeah. talking about the staunch. Yes. You cannot be a Christian and be a staunch pro-choice abortion advocate. Yes. <laughs> abortion advocate. Or abortion yeah, advocate. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, I have this example here. So the, this is online. So I'm 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 calling it out it online. 
as in they made it public, so it is public. So th- this is a fe- fellow brother or sister in Christ, and I'm, I'll just read it out. It says, quote, My heart is heavy today. As far as the Constitution goes, Roe was not Roe was not solid. Returning it to a state decision is appropriate. As a Christian, I fear that some of my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ are not behaving very Christ-like and planning celebrations over Roe falling. We need to step back and realize that regardless of where we stand, people are in fear. People are hurting, and we can't ask tomorrow how we can help, how we can be the hands and feet of the church after gloating and carrying on. Our behavior here will only lessen our impact on a hurting world. We as Christians need to recognize that there are many women and girls who will find themselves in crisis pregnancies, such as pregnancies due to rape, life-threatening medical conditions caused by pregnancy, who will find themselves feeling like options that were available to them are no longer available, and that is terrifying to them. In a a utopian world, rape, incest, human trafficking, and the sex trade— would not be a reality. Unfortunately, we are living in a world that is far from utopian, and as long as those realities exist, there will be innocent victims who become pregnant, though no consenting action through no consenting action of their own, and they will be scared. We cannot be the hands and feet of Jesus if we have just spit in their faces. Okay, right off the bat, as a Christian, you should be celebrating. You you should be holding parties. I mean, as Fourth of July, there should be pomp, there should be celebration, there be shoes, there should be games. This should be a shoes. day. Shoes. Uh, it's shoes. it's a term of horseshoes. No, shoe. Uh, <laughs> it's actually a quote from a founding father. Um, shoes are not like a thing, but more of a celebratory thing. Oh. Huh. Yeah. No, anyway. Anyway. Sorry. So we learned something today. Right. <laughs> But th- you should be celebrating. We should be gloating. We should be celebrating and boasting in Christ, saying, today an evil has been vanquished. And what is being said here is a lie and it's false. Again, we should be celebrating this. We should be gloating. and Gloating in Christ, as you said. Exactly. Yeah, boasting in Christ. That, that life has won. We Life is, is alive. That's what we're celebrating. And looking at where they're talking about, you know, women that are going through crisis pregnancies right now. Okay, let's look at statistics. The statistics on that, uh, I have some right here. Uh, So 59.8% of women who had an abortion already had kids, one or more. This is according to the CDC abortion statistics of 2019. So 59.8% of women who had an abortion, they they already had a kid. As in, they had children already. 41.8% of women who had an abortion had already had an abortion for this wasn't their first. 66% had some college or college degree. Most women are people of color. Most women are low income, but not poverty level. 54% identify as Christian. And by the way, the big reason it's low income and and women of color is by design. By design. From the, exactly. from the, the founder, founder of, of Planned Parenthood, yep. who spoke at KKK conventions, who was by the way. Extreme racist. Yeah, yes. who wanted basically Hitler levels of things done through abortion. And, and yet, if I compare this to a genocide, suddenly I'm the hateful one. Exactly. Right. 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 Exactly. She was legitimately advocating for the genocide of black babies. Mm-hmm. And yet, she's a hero to these people. Yeah. 
Right. But like, again, that's revisionist history. It's a different conversation. Different conversation, yeah. yeah. So women that are less than 15 years old, so kids, only make up 0.2% of abortions. In 2019, of right, only, What was that last one? Uh, women less than 15 years of age, so children, okay. only make up 0.2% okay. of abortions. Makes sense. In 2019, of only 49 reporting states, 195 abortions were had per 1,000 live births, meaning 19.5% of babies were killed, roughly not accounting for miscarriages. So the the debate on incest, the debate on rape, incest is 0.0001% of abortions. The, the inc- um, rape is 0.01%. I show 0.3 for rape and 0.03 for incest. I mean, you can see different numbers in various studies. Well, yeah, where are your numbers out of? Uh, these are out of the Guttmacher Institute. I don't know what that means. I don't know. It sounds it German. It does sound German. But yeah. it's a pro. It's actually a pro-abortion institute. Right. And even, the, even their numbers right. are of like 0.3% <clears throat> and 0.03%. Well, this is CDC. Yeah. Oh, CDC. I would. I, I hate to use the word trust no. that better because I don't trust them. But they're, they're pro-choice. <laughs> So but they're very pro-choice, yeah. yeah. So even even their own side agrees that it's rare that these are rape yeah. or incest cases. Like like, hey, if if my argument for a while was if we could just get abortion down to when it was at the risk of the mother, if it's rape and incest, and I know that not every like probably not everyone at this table agrees with me on that, but it's like if we could just get that the only thing legal in abortion. I would say awesome, huge oh, win. That'd be a win. Oh, that oh yes, save, yeah, that would save win. more lives than overturning Roe v. Wade. Get, does get right to now. that point. Get yeah. to that point. Yeah. I'd be happy. And then once we get to but that point, then I'll keep we fighting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're doing yeah. here. We celebrate so, this, and then we keep fighting. But yeah. like we that's where that. that's that's where the fight should be. Is like yes. on that, not on should we kill a healthy baby in the third trimester? Yes. So or, well, and, yeah. so or special and, needs babies. And the common fallacy here, the common fallacy of, okay, now uh, all this is turned over and where are all these women going to go? Well, guess what? There are hundreds of thousands of places they can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you know who operate these places? Christians. Yeah. The debates are that, you know, oh, well, what have you done for su- um, suspecting mothers? And what have you done for all these women? Oh, guess what? A lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Like, ev- anywhere you can go is because of Christians. Yeah. And there are so many places. I mean, if you need help pointing these out, come to me. Come to my mm-hmm. wife. We will point them out. We know where they are. These are not government-funded. government funded. Mm-hmm. These are funded by... Rich, sure. Non, non-profit. Not all rich. These are funded by people who are pro-life. Yep. They are crisis pregnancy centers that uh, offer counseling, yes. offer charity, offer diapers and classes, so many things. So... Like, it's it's awesome. This, and they would rather try to have government-funded abortions right. than government-funded family help. Okay, so this uh, and we don't need government funded. But we, don't so, need, yeah. we don't need that at all. But this is this leads me to the question, okay, so what do we as Christians do? What action? Let's put our feet on the ground and, and have some action when it comes to this position. Because mm-hmm. now, I mean, just, you know, Indiana is going to be highly restricted, I believe, and maybe even illegal mm-hmm. uh, pretty soon. Sure. Kentucky is, within the next 30 days, it, the abortion will be illegal in Kentucky. So those are two states that are really close to us that, For- that affect us here. Okay. First thing you need to do as a Christian, have a conversation with your pastor. 
if a girl came to this church and said, hey, I am seeking an abortion, would you help me get to a state where I could have an abortion, what would your answer be? Okay, leave that church if the answer is you. they would find a way to help that girl get to a place where she could have an abortion. Yes, leave yes. that church, uh, maybe burn it down. Find a church that... No, okay. <laughs> this, this and you were <laughs> commenting at me with running with a sword. I would wow! Say, with I no one person, in it. I have not advocated for a church to be burned also, down. Also, don't burn this. the church yeah. down. Yeah. Um, well, at anyway. this point, it's not a church. We're just... You know, St. Boniface taking an axe to the Ashtaroths in the high places of the So wicked. anyway, leave that church. Go find a church that would say, I would not do that. We would find a way to help her. We would hook her up with a crisis pregnancy center. That would be the first thing I would do. Feet on the ground. First thing I would do if I went to a church where I didn't trust the pastor on that issue, I'd have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here's, here's one of the things, too. Um, one of the ways that people will bring up abortion and say, well, there's all these kids in foster care that won't be adopted. And, and well, if you're so pro-life, why don't you adopt? Okay, look, I want to say a couple of things. First of all, there are, there is a list 15 miles long of couples who want babies. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the vast majority of children in foster care, it, granted, that system needs to be reformed. Mm-hmm. I think the government should be out of that system. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're, that's a different conversation. I think as Christians, we need that, to work on solutions. Issue. Okay? That's a church Absolutely. issue. Absolutely. Orphans and widows. Orphans yes. and widows. Yes. The church needs to be involved in this foster care. Or, in foster care, they need to be involved in orphan care, widow care. A hundred percent. That is a conversation that needs to be had. We need to tighten these things up and do better. I'm, I'm there. All right. There's a list 15 miles long of couples, Christian and non-Christian alike. Who want babies? One to yes. two million people are on the waiting list to adopt your child, and they'll as, wait for years. As soon as a baby comes up, that baby is the already ba- the in a in- home. Infants are in homes immediately within the day, and special needs. It's yes, not, absolutely. Yeah, there are people that that will say, "I will ad- adopt your special needs baby." Yes, one hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. So th- this, Emily and I have been saying that for years. Yeah, I- I'm going to go on the record and say, "Look, if you can't find anyone to adopt your baby, I will. I'm a single dude. I get it. I will adopt your baby." Like if it saves the life them straight of, to the loops, <laughs> maybe but we'll no. help. We'll help. Yeah. But but yeah. if if that is your barrier, mm-hmm. someone will adopt your baby. Yes, I promise you, with one hundred percent certainty, your baby will be adopted by someone who wants to have. The baby. numbers are there. You yeah. can look them up. The numbers are there. It, this is not rocket science. We yeah. are not. You know, if that is the barrier you're facing, the church will the. I guarantee you, especially within our church, I, I would say 95% of people, if it came to that, would say, yes, I'll take your baby. Yeah. Right. To save the life, uh, my, our church would do it. Well, and then uh, then the goalpost has shifted. It, it, it has changed. Oh, well, well, there are so many children in the foster care system. Why don't you go out and adopt them? It's like, no, that's not what we're talking about. Those, those are children that grew up with their parents, and their parents were awful and terrible, and they had to be taken out of the home. Right. So yeah, these are these are two different conversations. Two but so, they but they try yeah, to make yeah, it the same yeah. conversation. So yeah. So we're going to talk about abortion arguments at some point. Maybe we're ready for it because I'm like, yeah. okay, what are what are all the things the church needs to do? Because if it's mm-hmm. supporting crisis pregnancy centers, done. We it's outnumber been, abortion been done clinics for years. three to one. Yep. Well, that will, that number will grow, and yes, will. that number will get stronger as abortion clinics become or not crisis. Uh, crisis pregnancy centers as those places become essential to society as they already are and and start to grow and support like okay great we've knocked that out um adopting the baby okay well there's one million two million people way to do that so that's not even a church issue but great done uh foster care churches support that system they just do they i will say they need to do better 
Yeah, sure. I, we, can. we need to get better at that. And but it's me- it's very messy because the government's yeah. in it. So and that is it. why. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yes. So okay. So what else can we do? We can we can support widows. Like okay, we, that's been mandated from the beginning. So yep. so. I, don't, I just don't know what we're supposed. What more? What like, show us what happen. more we can exactly. do. Exactly. What yeah. I think also needs to happen too is kind of like you alluded to. I think I mentioned it. The government needs to get their hands out of a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. and and we need to start looking to the church and looking to nonprofits. I mean, even if look, I, I get it. I, yes, we come at it from a Christian perspective, and we believe that this is the way to do it is through the churches and through through Christians, and, and that's the best and most ideal mm-hmm. way. If you're like. Oh, I'm not going to let them go into. There are non-Christian, non-profit organizations that are still pro-life and still want to help you mm-hmm. with this pregnancy, right? Not every right. single crisis pregnancy center is "quote unquote" Christian run, right? right? I'm sure the vast majority are. I'm sure that even the ones that aren't are. That's where yeah. they, that's no, where even, they started. Even, yeah, even even absolutely. So, but the church needs to. So the government needs their hands out of this. Yeah. And, and what needs to happen now is, I believe, as Christians, our next step in this fight is to start pushing our elected officials to loosen these regulations, yes. to make adoption more affordable, to make mm-hmm. it a little bit easier. Yeah. I'm not saying forego background checks or making sure this creep isn't adopting the baby. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying yeah. that at all. We need to have those checks in place, Yeah. right? But we need to make it more affordable. We need to make it easier. We need to make it, you know, less restrictive when it comes yeah. to adopting. Um, and... and that's on us as Christians to start pushing our elected officials to do that. Yeah, right. To start that the, the we I mentioned our the governor in Kentucky that was a Republican that Matt Bevin who I thought did a real disservice to the conservative movement in the state of Kentucky. One thing he actually did do really well is he reformed the foster care system there. He reformed some of the adoption processes in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. He was phenomenal at that, mm-hmm. and, and I, I'll give him credit for that because he did a great job there. He I believe is an adoptive parent, you know, with him and his wife. And so it's near and dear to their heart. So they have done well of loosening some of those chains and, and kind of taking the government out of it on some level. Sweet. And so he did great there. That's what needs to happen. That is our next fight as, as believers and as Americans right, yeah. is to start pushing for that kind of change. Sure. Right. Uh, yeah. On top of pushing these other states into the ocean. California specific. I, I hold that I have not advocated for claymores or ocean pushing or burning churches. It's all natural, man. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, that, that's why we're pro climate change. Yeah, that's gotcha. Right. That's right. Those, those, those coast states that still allow abortion. Okay. They just slough off into the ocean. It's yeah. fine. But no, in all seriousness, yeah. that is where we need to be. We need to continue yeah. to fight for abortion to be illegal across the board. Sure. And then we need to. Uh, fight for the government loosening these restrictions on adoption and foster care. And a great thing about Roe v. Wade being overturned is I think this will lead to less money going to Planned Parenthood because because they're They're shutting down down. facilities everywhere. They're not going to bring in as much money in those facilities. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, less money to Planned Parenthood, that means less money lobbying for abortions, and that means hopefully more lobbying against abortion. And hopefully Republicans will... I don't want to say press down on their throat, but metaphorically, yeah. like, like, don't let up. Like, don't, that's exactly it. Go, don't keep let up. going, keep moving on this. This is a victory, but the battle isn't over. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, and, and you know, I, I think I was thinking about this yesterday. Say what you want about Trump. We kind of mentioned it here a few mm-hmm. minutes ago. Say what you want about him and, and how you feel about him as a human being or even mm-hmm. as a president. The fact that he was able to get these justices that that ultimately did this. To me, puts him at the top of my list as far as the presidency goes. I mean, he he didn't make it a huge 
focal point of his presidency or his campaigns. He was pro-life. I, I do believe he's one of the most pro-life presidents that we've ever had. At least legislatively. At least legislatively, absolutely. And and I thank thank you to him for, for putting these justices in place that, that finally allowed this evil to be undone. Yeah. Obviously, we give God the credit and God the glory, and he used Donald Trump, a very, 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 very flawed individual, like all of us. Like all of us, yeah. But used him to, to allow this to happen, and, and that's, that's huge. So I, I do... Well, at least give a little credit to him. Whether you want him to run again or not, I don't. But that's a different conversation again, of course. But he did a great thing for us because yeah. of that. So, anyway. I have another really, really hot take on that, but I'm going to say that one off the <laughs> I want to ask you all about Get that ready for later. rooted logos at night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, i tell you after what. Hours, after hours for our patrons. Yeah. So we're going to go another maybe 15, 20 minutes here, if that's all right with you guys. Yeah. Um, I can keep going on this all day. So Austin got mad that he heard we couldn't go two and a half hours. Yeah, it was. That's true. I do have to work. So yeah. <laughs> don't have a ton of time. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> all right. So I want to go through. I'm reading an article off the Daily Wire, but I don't, I'm not necessarily going to quote it. As They put together some arguments that pro-choice people have. And, here, and here's why we're doing this, or at least here's why I'm thinking we should do this. This is what you're going to hear a lot of over the next few weeks yes. and months. All right. Yeah. You're going to hear people that you know that are within your family within your friend group people that you interact with on a daily basis they're going to say these things to you if this topic comes up we want you all to have answers for some of these issues now i do think these are very easy to debunk because they're stupid but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go through it so uh the first argument that they bring up here is i'm pro-choice what if you what if you have someone come up to you and say well i'm pro-choice the mother should be able to choose well, first, if they say I'm pro-choice, be like, "Oh, good for you. I'm pro-choice too. I don't, I don't take the jab. That's my choice." Yeah, but I then they go I into wouldn't force people to do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But but then you get to the second part of it is I I what, what was it? I believe in the woman's right to choose or something right. like that. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so here's the qu- the follow up question to I'm, I'm pro-choice. pro-choice. Isn't an argument. That's just right. Exactly. It's, but they're gonna say. It. By the way, one of my favorite quotes as of recent life or whatever is that your political opinion can't make you a good person but it can make you a bad person and so the point that i'm applying here is like you saying that your pro-choice or pro-life doesn't make you a good person like like you leading with that doesn't make you a good person well it, it is it, they say that and you're like and yeah I'm like okay <laughs> i'm pro choice here i'm pro abstinence pro i mean for brad not austin apparently we had this contraceptives <laughs> uh pro adoption and pro keeping the baby four choices i have four yeah. choices for you i just don't like the one where it comes to murder right yeah yeah so, okay so that's the question <laughs> yeah. you respond with it's okay so why do you encourage why don't we encourage then women to look at all choices mm. and not just single in on abortion yeah right because that's what ultimately what they do right they say i'm pro choice which means i support abortion yeah i don't support any of these other things i support abortion right they they won't bring yeah. up adoption they won't bring up contraceptives they won't bring up personal responsibility they bring up abortion yeah. right at all cost it you know you have the, the woman who i mean actresses uh it was amy schumer who i think is Hot garbage on television. And I don't even know who that is. is. Horrendous. Uh, I'm trying to think what she was in. I mean, like honestly, like she's not in anything. Is that the comedian, good. the blog comedian, comedian in air quotes. Yeah, I don't know who that yeah. is. Yeah, but she's like, you know, she had an abortion because she didn't want to ruin her career. Came out right on set, like that's okay. 
Busy Phillips, that other weird, mm-hmm. weird actress. I think like Fleetwood he, Mac said that there wouldn't be Fleetwood Mac if they didn't have an abortion. Like right. lo- lots of lots of people are like, I have a career because I didn't have because I didn't have a baby. Yeah, right. And why do we push them so far towards abortion? Why can we not say, okay, I'm pro-choice too, like you said, mm-hmm. abstinence, birth control, adoption. Oh, here's a novel idea: raise your child, keep it <laughs> right. Like that is a choice. Be a that is a choice. Yeah. You know, yes. Austin, Have the child Austin can attest to this. Send them to me. I will raise and your children. Austin can attest to this, and Simon can slightly attest to it, and we'll be able to attest to it very soon as as his, his new baby gets older. Children are a sacrifice for sure. Mm-hmm. You're sacrificing your free time, right? You're sacrificing your. I understand. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. priorities should be that your free time goes to your kid. Like I get that. I'm not making that argument. No, right no. Now. And so, and, and but you. Okay, let's finish let's it. Poker finish nights. it, and then I'll. I'll right. Hit. So, Go like ahead. for me, right now, no kids, no wife. If on a Friday night I decide I want to go to Cincinnati for two days, I can just do that. Right. Right. Wow. Because I don't have a wife, I don't have kids. Right. If I were to have a wife, I might still be able to do that. But if we were to have a wife and a kid, that option kind of goes away. Right? right. I can't just right. up in the middle of the night and say, you know what, I want to drive to Cincinnati. He has school right. tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. Yes, you are losing, quote-unquote, that freedom mm-hmm. to do whatever you want, whenever you want. Right. Okay? And, and that, yes, yeah, so there are, yes, parenthood requires sacrifice, but by gosh, it's got to be the most the, the most worth it thing in the world, right? Right. I mean, it has to be. <clears throat> Even right. as a, when I was a foster parent for a number of years, like, did I care that I couldn't go out with my buddies on a Friday night? Instead, I had to watch, had to help this kid do homework or had to take him to ball practice or to, No. I wanted to do that for that kid, right? Like, right. and I can only imagine when it's yours, that feeling just intensifies. Right. Well, and and here's where the the view splits for me. Of yeah, I mean, to to physically look at the sacrifice of time, but my entire job here on Earth, this is my mission. My children and my wife are my mission. Not only am I to fulfill the great commission of going out into Pentateuch, Ephne of all nations. And to proclaim Christ, to disciple, yes. But literally right now, my job are my children and my wife. For me, this is not a sacrifice of my time. They are my time. My wife is my time. When I get home from work, working my my normal day, when I get home, that's when my real job starts. So I have that mentality of, and again, looking at it biblically, I am being fruitful, I'm multiplying, and I'm taking dominion over the earth, and my children are the biggest part of that. So I'm not sacrificing my time. They are the recipients of my true time. It's actually the opposite. You're sacrificing your time to be here. Exactly. And that's it. I'm sacrificing my time being at work to provide for them so that I can get home and actually put my real time into them. So this this idea of being pro-choice, push push back a little bit. Yes. And just be like, all right, so what do you mean by pro-choice? Oh, I'm pro-abortion. Okay. So why aren't you then saying, here are the other choices you have? Yeah, right. I mean, honestly, again, in a perfect world, abstinence would be it, right? Yeah. You're not having sex until you're married. And yes, you're having it for pleasure, but also you understand, hey, we are gonna have a ch- we might have a child because mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. Right? So that's a natural byproduct. Mm-hmm. That's what it was yeah. for. Well, and so, okay, with me, looking at contraceptives, looking at birth control. Uh, we had to get into it. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't care if unbelievers use them. Yeah. I really don't care. Use them all day long, whatever. Prevent life. That you're you're not a believer. 
when we are <laughs> when we are talking, do we want you to have kids anyway? Like I don't even know. I'm kidding. Well, biblically, we see um, in Galatians, Paul is talking about the the difference between Hagar and Sarah, the slave and the free woman, and. It says that the slave woman, her descendants, God blesses Ishmael, and his descendants are infinitely more than Israel. There are going to be more in slavery, as in slavery to sin, than those who are not. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I'm like, I, I we again, pro-life. I, if you're an unbeliever or not, that that is a life. I believe that life needs to exist. If you become pregnant, have that baby, send, send them to me. I will raise them up in the way that they should go. Mm-hmm. But the difference between believers and unbelievers, I'm like, if you are a believer and you believe that you are not the one creating that life, God is using you to create life. And as soon as that life begins at conception, God puts a soul in that baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then when you get into contraceptives of, okay, the pill, the day after, that that that's a life already. And you just murdered that life. Uh, when you use contraceptives, it's preventing life. You are telling God... Um, I know, I know the, the plans you have for me, but, um, uh, I'm saying no, as in like, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want this baby. I don't want what you have for me. Now we see through scripture where children are blessings. And if you say no, you're foregoing and letting go of blessings in which God is giving you. So for me, it, the argument is for Christians of Christians should not, should not use birth control, should not use contraceptives, but for unbelievers, I don't care. Yeah. You yeah. do you you, do, you do. if you don't want to have children, I'm like that's just more unbelievers in the world. Now, now well, again, not degrading the commission of if you have an unbelieving baby, I'm still going to proselytize yeah. to that baby. Right. right. But well, yeah. and again, I, I talked to a friend of ours that we all know about just kind of about this issue, contraceptives, and 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 they don't like the medical aspect of what birth control does to the body and all yes. that so on and so forth and I'm, I'm it there. wrecks but the their, woman's body their view essentially was okay when when the possibility of getting pregnant is greater we'll take natural precautions and and when it you know mm-hmm. and like that to me feels like a good balanced approach to this if they want to make sure they're quote unquote out of school or, or have kind of a little bit of established saving whatever right then okay with the understanding that God can still intervene and say, no, no, pregnant. Like, which just happens. Which and just we, happens. Yeah, that happens, happens all the time. Yeah. For sure. And so I'm not saying that they are anti-baby. They're just taking some more natural precautions to say, hey, we're going to try, if the Lord willing, to kind of put this off for a year or two. And then, then yeah. we'll remove all restrictions. Mm-hmm. So... Christians and not Christians alike, I'm kind of I'm, I, I feel pretty good about what Austin said there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if unbelievers want to use contraceptives, all dude, you, you go for you it, should, especially because, if that leads to less abortions. Exactly. Yeah, that, and that's my thing is like well, let's make them readily available for people who are just going to have sex whenever they want. I do not hold unbelievers to the standard of exactly. wait, wait for marriage to have sex. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't have that. That that's unrealistic. That's yeah. that's yeah. stupid in my opinion. It's for believers. Is believers. Again, looking at marriage. What is marriage? That is a God-instituted covenant. Unbelievers that get married and have a wedding, for me, it's pointless. Just, I, you don't believe that. So just just live together. Just right. do your thing together. Right. Go to the state and get your certificate saying that you're together for taxes. Right. But your actual marriage ceremony, that is a God-instituted covenant yeah. deal. There's a big difference. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, so the next thing, and we're, we're running long here. So can I, can I say the only abortion argument that I've been hearing and up against the past day? 
right? Like the past 24 hours. Yeah. The one okay, that I've seen over and over. Now there's two. One of them is um, it's a fetus, and, and that that's a pretty good one to talk about. But the one that I've I've been keep hearing over and over again is it's a bad world to, or or yes. Um, yes. If you cared about the baby, then there would be universal health care. Or if you cared about the baby, there would be no school shootings. If you cared about, and, and this is the one, which is basically, if you cared about babies, then you would create a perfect world for them to come into. There's two points on this. First of all, whenever you have this conversation, ask them, all right, if there were no school shootings, if there were no, and I, I said basically this, if we had universal health care, no school shootings, would you be pro-life? Would you want to ban abortions? They said no. And I'm like, okay, so why, why even bring this up? First right. of all, um, like, like, no, they, they philosophically will always be pro, pro-choice. So they're just saying, push the things that I want to push in politics to, to stop this. Second thing is you shouldn't engage in that conversation of, of universal health care or, or whatever these other policies are, like whatever you, wherever you stand on them, you shouldn't engage in those because Having universal health care or having um, no school shootings or having a perfect world is not a requirement for not executing children in society. Exactly. And right. that's what I always go back to. I'm like, no, no, no. You can't tell me this. everything has to be perfect before we ban executions. Let's right. start with a society that always honors the sanctity of life from beginning to end and see if that starts to... Take away some of these worst things. Are, that Natural are effects of that. Natural consequences yeah. of this these policies mm-hmm. that might yeah. limit the school shooting. Might limit right. some of these other issues that, that come. Now, what if take we? Them away altogether. What if we stop teaching in schools that you have the ability to decide which lives are worth living? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like what? What would that maybe do to society? Like, whoa, wait. Every life is Everybody valuable. Matters. Yeah. Every life is worth living. Like so. Anyway, well, like, and it's yeah. it's interesting because that's also the argument they use against us. Mm-hmm. The argument saying, "Oh, well, if you you really if you really thought lives were important, you'd you'd uh, fight for lives all across the board." And yeah. it's like, well, we do. We actually do. We yeah, do, yeah. and we've been doing this for centuries. Yeah. yeah, we are advocating for the elderly in nursing homes. We mm-hmm. are advocating for all of these people. It is, and we're advocating for life. So literally, yeah. your argument does not hold up yeah. whatsoever. Here's why they bring these things up. It's because they can't rely on science. No. They cannot rely on this idea that it's a clump of cells and not a baby. And this is why... Because it's their true. argument breaks apart immediately when they go that route. Mm-hmm. And that's the foundation of their argument. Yeah. So what they have to do is they have to distract you from that point yeah. right there by bringing up universal health care, by bringing up school shootings, by bringing up poverty, by bringing up these other issues, adoption and foster care and all this stuff. Because mm-hmm. they cannot stand on the one thing that would would make their argument legitimate if it were true. Judge how depraved the person is based off the fact that you keep saying that you are pushing to execute a child and they never try to redefine that or push right. back on that. Like, they are fine. There are many people that are fine with the execution of children, which is yes. why yes. This, this goes past... For me, I've never... And I would tell people, don't debate abortion from a religious aspect. And I never do. I never bring up Bible verses. Now, maybe if I'm talking to a Christian, I might. Yeah, I actually um, don't either. Yeah, I would never... Bring, this is, to me... You can always argue from science and philosophy. Yep. And the fact of the matter is, if we have philosophically eroded, eroded, eroded society to the point where they're fine with killing a baby if it's inconvenient and they can justify it a million different ways, that's really bad for society, yep. for the culture. We should get 
far from that. Right. Yeah, for sure. I've said before, and I'll say it again here. People like that, I, I don't want to share a country with them. I yep. don't want to share a country with them. I don't want to share a neighborhood with them. I don't want to share a house with them, a church. I don't want to share anything with these people. Mm-hmm. I do not want to be unified with people who believe it is okay to execute a child. Mm-hmm. If that loses friends and that loses whatever, like that's to me, that's fine. That's mm-hmm. biblical. Yeah. We are not to be unified with the world. And, we are not to be a part of the world. Do I treat them with love and compassion? Absolutely. In yeah. fact, I was reading through some comments and, I, and my friend that I alluded to that I graduated with who was doing a great job just kind of coming at these people. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she made the comment. She said, you know, we can stop talking and that's fine. But man, this makes me have so much more compassion for you. Mm-hmm. And my heart breaks for you mm-hmm. because yeah. this is what you believe. And, and that's true. We need to have compassion. Our heart needs to break. We need to pray. We need to, we need to treat them with love and, and kindness and, and try to win them over and try to use reason and logic, mm-hmm. even outside of the religious side of things. Try to use reason and logic and say, hey, look, this... This doesn't, your position doesn't make sense. Right. And then we can start moving into, your position is flat out evil. Right. But when they dig their heels in and they say, no, this is whatever, I don't want to share a country with them. It is, I, there I is no conversation. Unified. There is no conversation. It there. is a human. It is a living being. It, but it doesn't deserve to live. That is awful. Yeah. That is. Well, and the argument has changed. It is no, I mean, yes, you might have a remnant now that say it's a fetus and that it's not alive. But predominantly... They know it's alive, and they say, yeah. "I don't care. Yeah. It's my it's exactly body. It it's my I body, will kill that sense. baby if I want." Yeah. Now, what I disagree with is my presupposition. My presupposition is scripture, and to go at it from a reason and logic base towards them, if you let go of scripture and the belief in God, there is no logic and reason. But you're As not going to be able to convince them. Well, you're no, not, but you're not there to convince them. That's the point. You're not there to convince them. That's not your job. Then what are you there for? My job is to present the truth because. Who changes the heart of man? God does. Okay. My, it's, I can't. It, it doesn't matter if I am presenting the truth, which you know. You present the truth and it's fact. Here's the evidence. Here is the CDC guidelines. Everything, no matter what you put at them, it will not change their mind. Why? Because only God can change the heart of man. That is why my idea behind it, and again, going back to Scripture, is I will never let go of the presupposition of Scripture. They might not believe in it and they might not adhere to it whatsoever. That's fine. But I can never change their mind. It is God who changes their mind. At that point, I would say that you're casting pearls before swine. It is that, true. That's not worth no, the conversation. No, you're right. Yeah. But, but that's if, the thing. If I'm, you're going right. to just go from scripture at it to a non-believer, I, I would say, and like, you can do that. Right. But I would say well, that you're casting it, pearls before swine in that case. And it's also, the, but it's the side too of, yes, you're not going saying the scripture says this, scripture says this, scripture says this. Mm-hmm. It's never letting go of Scripture, never saying, okay, you don't believe in Scripture, let me set the Bible to the side and I will never reference it. You're still grounded in Scripture in your argument, right. even if you don't bring Scripture into it, it. You know that your side is, is I the I want to say it was your father-in-law that posted yesterday about how he used to show videos to people mm-hmm. uh, of actual abortions. And, and that mm-hmm. is one way he was able to help change the minds of... Yeah. through, Of course, through his tr- him being grounded in Scripture, right. rooted in this yeah. idea that... Life begins at conception, and it's a God, you know, God mm-hmm. formed him, Imago right. Dei, yeah. right? The, the image of God. But he did. He he went at it from a more scientific aspect, where he showed them videos of what was actually being done to that child. Yes. Where you see, and I've watched these videos. I, I hate watching them. I've seen them before, mm-hmm. though. Where you see the child trying to avoid those yes. scissors. Yeah. You see the child. You can see pain on their screaming face, screaming mm-hmm. in pain when those scissors make contact. Yeah. Yes. And that alone should destroy anyone's right. argument. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that does not necessarily bring scripture in. 
No, yeah, it just, true. It is just pure science. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that is not, I am not saying that you sit down with the Bible open having a conversation right. with Okay, I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. But it is that I am not setting it to the side oh, saying, I'm still you, yeah, right, you don't agree that. with it, so I'm not even going to reference it. Right. I'm like, no, I can have a philosophical, scientific debate with you. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But scripture is the reason and the logic, right. as in reason and logic come from God. Right. Understanding yeah. of of the the knowledge and the wisdom that comes from God. And I'm not going to change your mind. I'm not going to change your heart. God, as in Hebrew says, it the, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword and pierces to the division of bone and marrow and it yeah. gets to the heart of man. That's what gets to man. So I'm going to come from it from a biblical standpoint all the while still using everything I can. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, so I know that we're we need to wrap up no. five minutes ago. <laughs> no, but I do have a we're question, fine. and maybe this is just like a quick answer from everyone. You come across a non-believer that wants to abort their child. What are you doing? Convincing them not to abort the child or converting them? Yes. No, what did you start? <laughs> you gotta start from somewhere. You gotta start from somewhere. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the child. You're gonna start with the child? Yeah. I'm gonna start with let's 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 start let's... there. And and it's gonna be intermittent. Christ is gonna come through in that. Right. He is. And, and your belief system is gonna come through in that conversation. Yeah. But we're gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna refer them and take them to a cho- like a choices resource center, mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about what is happening inside your body. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not just a clump of cells. It is a, I mean, the fingernails are formed within a few days, and, and the heartbeat, and just all these things. Get them the the ultrasound, right? Mm-hmm. Show them the video. Show them like this is what's going to happen. I mean, I, I think I understand it's a delicate situation, but if it comes down to it, show them what happens when they go to abort their child. Yeah. Show, show them what is actually taking place. Don't make it real. Don't make it a philosophical, oh, I'm just stopping a life or, or, or I'm just choosing to not be pregnant anymore. Like, yeah. Make it real. Yeah. Don't put a face to the to what's inside of her. Yeah. Put a face to it. All right. So, Austin, what would you say? I, again, my answer is both because I will go at it for both in the same same sentence, everything. I'm yeah. I'm going to be coming at it from the standpoint of, your soul needs saved. That that baby's okay. As in, I want life to continue. But before the foundations of the earth, God has chosen for that baby to exist. And, and here's the deal: I, and I think Archer. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. That baby is there because God wants that life. God wants that soul. So if if that baby's aborted, I want that life. But God has that life. God has that baby in His hand, and that baby's in heaven. So I'm coming at it from the standpoint of your your soul needs saved because you're the one that is wanting to kill a child. Mm. If if I can save that child, I'll do everything I can. Yeah. But it is the gospel, and in sharing the gospel, I am presenting the reason why for life. And I think too, you know, for for me, I would our church, I think, would do this very well. We would give them resources, yes, right? yeah. not just financial, our, financial for sure. But if they want, if they don't want to keep the baby. We will fi- we will find someone yeah. to adopt that. My baby. house is open. Period. My house is open. Again, our church specifically. I need twelve kids. Ninety five percent of our, our our congregation would say yes. I will take that yes. job if it stops the abortion. Yeah. Yes, and, and so and the only percent, reason it would be ninety five percent is because the rest are children and they can't. <laughs> children, they can't. Yeah, yeah. or or in their eighties, upper eighties, right. and even then they might even try. I am sure right? your grand. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure your grandmother would. Oh, she would. Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. So I would present them with every available option and say you don't have to you you cannot you do not have to feel hopeless is this going to be tough i'm both your wife's going to test them so pregnancy is tough 
Yes. Like, it's not going to be easy, right? Yes. There are health concerns. There are things that are going to obviously have to change in lifestyle while they're pregnant. But it's not a hopeless situation. And an abortion is not... I mean, the, the horror stories that come out of people who have had abortions. Not... You never hear about these. But the people who say, I had an abortion and every night I'm dreaming of that child. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and and I went through a depression. I, I, I wanted to commit suicide. I, I mm. wanted these things because... After the deed was done, I knew that I took a life away from Instant some, some regret, somebody. yeah. And um, I can't imagine. Granted, that. those who are depraved and have gone, as, as the Bible says, God has given over to a depraved mind. Yeah. They, they don't have any regrets. They shout their abortion, right? They, they say, I've they had celebrate. 15 to 16. And they're, yes. they're, I wouldn't have a career without it. I wouldn't be able to. Fleetwood yeah. Mac wouldn't have existed without it. Right. So, yes, there are those instances. And we hear those more than we hear the other ones. Right. But those instances of regret and shame and depression are, I, I would argue, outnumber the instances of let's shout my abortion and celebrate it. Yeah. Well, I have um, a list of people, some pretty influential people that um, would not be here. So uh, Exhibit A, Einstein. Einstein mm-hmm. is a product of rape. And if his mother had him aborted, the United States of America would not be here. I firmly believe it. Why? Uh, Einstein was the biggest reason why we have the atomic bomb and why we were able to win World War II. Why Japan quit fighting. The U.S. wouldn't be here. We would probably be the United States of Nazi Germany. Mm. Probably. So Einstein, number one. Uh, Number two, Johann Sebastian Bach. He's a product of incest. Mm. If his mother had him aborted, music would never be the same. Never be the same. I mean, I... We just wouldn't have Doja Cat today, and, unfortunately, and, uh, and so much more, so much more. Go hey, through. I didn't get that reference. <laughs> no, it does not know Doja Cat. What is what is that? She's the worst. I don't know. She, that, yeah. she, you know who Nicki Minaj is? I know who that is. Yeah. Okay, her but five times worse. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. But joke. anyway, so yeah, the music that one. came I, I from know. Bach, mm-hmm. it, incredible. Like I, uh, his, I, yeah. yeah. Anyway, a uh, few others. Uh, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Uh, Steve Jobs, um, he was adopted instead. Oprah, Tim Tebow, Jack Nicholson, Celine Dion, Cher, Pope John Paul II. By the way, I would argue a lot of those people on the list are advocating for the abortion that yes, they, they are that they didn't experience obviously because they well were Tim born. Tebow isn't he's Tim very, Tebow very I, that's what I said yes. some of them some, yeah well Oprah and, and Steve Jobs I, I would assume Steve Jobs would have been I don't know I don't know uh, another one I, I'm not a fan but Justin Bieber. They they were trying to convince his mother to abort him, and she said no. Yeah. And because of that, Justin Bieber's alive. Very, very talented. Very talented. Uh, ESPN uh, recently put out this documentary about a football coach who just won an award. He has no arms, I believe, no legs. He's in a he's in a wheelchair, but he was a high school football coach that that leads a very successful program. And the documentary starts off with the mom saying she did have access to an abortion, so she had to have him. And now he's an inspiration to millions on ESPN. I'm like. All right, this is this ESPN is pro, just undercut this their own is argument. pro-life propaganda. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So well, you have you have even Hollywood when you when you look at their movies and, and, and the content they put out. Yes, there is there's going to be some abortion propaganda. Yes, it's, their it's heroes don't have abortions. Not, their heroes don't have abortions. On top of that, like you look at a movie like A Quiet Place, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a horror flick and, and a suspenseful thriller, a very very whether intentionally or not pro-life movie. Yeah. 
Well, even who, who made it? I, don't, I understand, <laughs> but I don't know his political views, which maybe is a good thing. But yeah, he, it's great when you don't. He's know political. I'm pretty sure he's conservative. Yeah, yeah, but but you look at movies like that, and you look at movies that are unintentionally pro-life because it just makes sense. Yes. Because heroes right? don't fight to kill the baby. Why? Exactly. Because life is natural. What is unnatural? Death. Yeah. Mm. Literally, death is the most unnatural, godless thing. Why? Because God created us to be perfect and to live forever. Right. What is the chief end of man? To glorify God and enjoy him forever. Yeah. Yeah. So even there, they don't even follow their own belief system to its logical conclusion. Because there is no logic when it comes to their arguments. Well, I'm saying to to their belief system's logical conclusion. Right. They don't follow it to its logic, to its logical end. Right. It's one of the things I like to do when, when thinking about arguments and and worldviews and, and political views and all this. I like to think of it, okay, if we start here with this view, logically, where will it end? Yeah, follow it. Follow it all the way through. And they don't follow their own logic. They don't follow they, their own beliefs. Their logic ain't logic and right. And, and so, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it, <laughs> we could we could spend another two hours on this. and maybe Can't we wait for next week point. where we talk more about this. Yeah, because yeah. we didn't really get into a lot of arguments here we, yeah. and a lot of things. But Love it. this... June twenty fourth, twenty twenty two is is a great day. I, yes, I Freedom, saw day. Freedom, Freedom Day. Freedom Day. We've coined it. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I think it was Dale Partridge put out that you know something the effect of you know Pride Month is over now. Like this is Life Month. Like, yes. This is, you know. Yes. June can be celebrated as as the month that Roe v. Wade was overturned. And again, can we I go- name this after one of the deadly sins? Do we get like, which one do you think? What do you mean? Name, like like could we name like this? Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like. Maybe like uh, lust, lust month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> so it, it is. It is a bit, we are celebratory. We are excited, but the work is still there. Like we still yes. have things to do. And that's my thing. Of today is a day of celebration. This weekend, we the loop the loop household is taking this weekend to celebrate. Absolutely, we are going to celebrate. Mm. Monday, Monday morning, put your ears to the ground, open your eyes, because the retaliation is coming. Oh, Satan, yeah. Satan has lost a major foothold, and he, I am sure, is raving. Yeah. And we need to be prepared for the lash that comes Absolutely. afterwards. And, and, you know, I do think this can be a dividing line in, in your relationships and in your friendships with people. I, I yes. think if this becomes that contentious, I think it is... Time to dust your feet off and, and move on. Move on. I, I just, I don't... Use the unfollow button. Use the unfollow button. Use the unfriend button. I, I don't, you know, cut cut ties if you need to cut ties, if it becomes that toxic. Get to where... I, I don't think you need to live in an echo chamber. You need to know what's going on out there. And you yeah. know what other people believe. And you need to understand the other opposing views. But the evil that is abortion and, and the way that they twist this issue into some sort of women's rights movement is evil. And it's yes. garbage, and, and we need it to call it out. It is from Satan himself. And, and when the pushback comes, and and there is no, and you look and you say, there is no way I'm going to convince you otherwise. There is no way that you got to you got to just cut it loose, man, because mm-hmm. th- that's an evil you don't want to be unified with. Right. Well, and what does Scripture say to do for them? You pray, mm-hmm. you pray for them that God would soften their heart and open their minds and their eyes and their ears to the truth, right. and that God would change their heart. Because, again, like I was saying, you are not going to change their mind. There is no... Literally, you could be sitting down and... Pre- I'm, ju- I'm trying to think of something so blatantly obvious that you present to them and there is no explanation that they could have that says that... So, 
you sit down and say this table is brown and they're sitting here and saying no no it's not no well no it is brown like you can look at it you can see it it's brown unless you're colorblind right and the answer is they are colorblind why because they have as it's a romans chapter one they have suppressed the knowledge of the truth yeah and god has given them up to a debased mind and you pray for them that they would come to the knowledge of god so we have hit on a lot of subjects it's a little disjointed but we kind of hey i think it makes sense yeah. I don't know, maybe when I go back and listen to it and edit it, I'll be like, oh, that didn't. Oh, wow. My podcast have to hit an hour and a half, so I'm really happy with this. So. Uh, yes. Yeah, we're at an hour and 36 minutes. It'll probably, the final version will probably be 120, 125. Yeah. So. Got to cut out a lot of Simon. No. <laughs> I cut out ums, uhs, dead points, and uh, that. Right, what I just did right there. Uh, you know. Anyway, so thank you guys for listening. Episode number 69. Woo-hoo. We're excited to get back in studio. Uh, we will have some more guests coming up soon. We're going to just have people kind of rotate in some here and there. Austin and I will be by ourselves some. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to get into some more topics. I think uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some different Christ- quote-unquote Christian cults, right? Mm-hmm. So like your Mormons, your Jehovah's Witness, those people who believe that... Southern Baptists. Hey. Well, although Whoa. they've annoyed me lately. That's a different <laughs> conversation. Well, but we're going to talk about some of these different religions and, mm-hmm. and kind of dive into that. And... I'm kind of excited about this. We're going to talk about here in the coming weeks, off and on, specific false teachers that we want to call out and talk about what they believe, why they believe it, and why they are wrong. You guys are um, going to continue to name names. We are naming names. We're, we're going to name names that people go, oh, yeah, that's totally true. I, I see why that person. And then we're going to name a couple that are like, oh, I like that guy. Here's why you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So we're going to kind of get into that. We are publicly rebuking because they are publicly teaching. Yeah. So we're going to get into that over the next few weeks and we have a couple ideas about other topics that we want to get into they're going to be kind of hot button topics but we're not going to shy away from them uh, we're, we're scheduled through what december no uh or, se- september well uh, through august october i think now Was it because well now? we've extended no, eight weeks extended, yeah. <laughs> so we'll i'll have to revamp the schedule but anyway that's a different story so thank you guys for listening thank you simon for coming on again awesome. yeah, yeah we're gonna have you Good back to be here and honestly we've had conversations about other things too so mm-hmm. we're gonna revisit that yeah, all right. Little teaser. And uh, yeah, so give us a like on Facebook. Give us a like on Instagram. Five star review on Apple if you can. Spotify. We're on all the major networks, podcast yeah. networks. Uh, give for, us, now. for now. For now. <laughs> give, us, uh, give us a like. Give us a five star review. That really does help us. Patreon.com slash Ruben Logos. We are going to start creating some content for the for those people that, that join us there. We want to upgrade our equipment mm-hmm. and maybe After build a studio. And we might do some extra special episodes that just go there. So we'll, yeah. we'll discuss that uncensored, although we don't cuss. But yeah, maybe we maybe should start. We should start. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Would you like us to cuss more and bleep them out so that you can pay for episodes where they're not bleeped out? Let us know. Email us. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, thank, again, thank you all for listening. Thank you for support. We are excited to be back in the studio, get back to our normal routine. We will see you guys next week, same bat time, same bat channel. In the meantime, stay, stay rooted. rooted. Don't Tito's. you do it! Yeah. Oh. Yeah.